Welcome back to the Tuesday mashup where Mr. Boxhead is taking his sweet time tonight, folks. We had technical difficulties. You have to bear with me. I have a mustache. I can't see it. You're kind of in the dark. And uh, the last couple episodes as I've been on the road, I haven't uh, released all the video because it takes longer to upload. And we do it such late at night, blah, blah, blah. I'm making a bunch of excuses. But we're bringing you yeah. this fine audio to tickle your eardrums on a Tuesday morning. Well, where are you at right now? I am in the basement of a house at an undisclosed location, okay, kind of like uh, Justin Trudeau on most of his visits across Canada at this point, because wherever he goes, arrives. Yep. yeah, because wherever he goes, he, he literally can't tell you where he's going. Otherwise, protesters show up. So, yes, which we're going to get to shortly. OK, well, how, how well can you hear me? Like, is this better? Yeah, that's better. OK, all right, we'll do this. Pull that sucker in. Yeah. It could get interesting, but I'll try and yeah. You realize we'll we're rolling right now. I'm not worried about yeah, this. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well let's just let's just get going with the actual news rather can we, than can we, can we start can we can we start with the Calgary Flames? I feel like Christmas <sighs> came a little early. Uh, in a sad way, because yeah. I like, you know, you guys having Johnny hockey all the time. I'm kinda like, you know, the little man who could but can't in the playoffs. It's kind of nice him being there, so we could just kind of kick him around. But now he's going to Columbus. Seriously, you guys win four fucking games, and it's all I'm going to hear about for the rest of our lives. Well, and for of a all bit, the we, places listen, to go to Columbus. Columbus I know. Like, like he oh, chose. I want to win a Stanley Cup. I'm going to go to Columbus. <laughs> I'm like, Columbus? Like, you'd have better luck moving to fucking Moncton. The only other worst place, probably in the NHL at this point, is Arizona. Like, he literally could have, tro- but you could have been yeah. like, well, at least yeah. it's, it's nice there, you know? But he chose Columbus. Nobody chooses Columbus. No, no. Like, did I wonder if it was a hazing thing or he lost a bet or or something like. Or he saw what? Evander Kane sign back with the Amazonas. That could have been it. Me, money, money. I just can't. I can't take it. I can't take it. Let's move on to some things on the headlines. <laughs> You're getting very, very vindictive with this buzzer. Trudeau. Well, I am the buzzer man, and therefore I get to decide. Trudeau fiddles with. Uh, Fiddles while the economy burns amid rising inflation interest rates. What you got? Well, this is unexpected. I even I didn't see them going a hundred basis points in terms of the base interest rate. This is something we haven't seen hardly in our lifetimes. I just I actually just got a new mortgage uh February. And I went in with a variable because I was like, well, you know what? I mean, they're not going to go more than you like to live dangerously, do you? Well, statistically speaking, you're better off with a variable mortgage over a fixed rate mortgage over almost any course in time in history. It just so happens that just our course in history. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, it's funny because like eight, nine years ago, I said things are going a little bit sideways. I'm going to go with a 10 year fixed. And that didn't help me at all. You know, it's funny. Yeah. I'm in a 10 year fixed right now, too. I'm feeling nice. pretty good. I'm feeling yes. pretty good. Good for you. Yeah. You know, for but... people who don't understand, like uh, middle of COVID, you could have got a, a, a five year fixed at a, a 149. Okay. Right now on True North uh, mortgages, it's 4.54 for a five year fixed. That's fixed. That's not variable. That's Sorry, fixed. Do, but do you have to know Candace Malcolm to get the True North? Have you fixed? <laughs> I mean, those guys do everything, right? <laughs> That's right. 
Do you, do you want to add in anything else? We got 13 seconds. Somehow we I mean, we should talk about what's actually happening. Basically, well, uh, basically, we've been spending money like crazy. And Christian yes. Freeland and everybody else in the liberals have been saying for the last couple of years, who cares? Don't worry about it. The cost of boring is very, very low. And other people have been saying, yeah, but it's not always going to be that way. And they said, get out of here, you racist hooligans i found this interesting and there are 276,000 more private sector employees now than in february of 2020 but but there are 280,000 fewer self-employed entrepreneurs which i don't know do the I mean, math for me too that's, that's private sector right i, th- I, I think. know exactly what it's like to be yeah. a, and then and then it yeah. said meanwhile in the same time 411,000 more people are working in the public sector yep. you can understand why people are like it's time we downsize our government a bit. Just say it's a harsh truth that nobody on the left ever wants to admit, but public sector jobs are a drain on the economy. And whether it's chicken or egg, the bigger your public sector is, the worse your economy is. RCMP commissioner told Ottawa not to publicly share details of weapons used by Nova Scotia government. We've been talking about this for several weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, elaborate a bit. Well, this is, we we could make this one of the short ones, but basically what happened was, was that five days before Brenda Lucky had that supposed alleged meeting, Brenda Lucky being the commissioner of the RCMP, the head honcho of all cops in Canada, berated the people uh, investigating the Halifax mass shooting, saying, you need to release this these details because they pertain to some upcoming gun legislation that the Liberals are putting through. And five days before that, she specifically said to Bill Blair and his group of cohort or whatever, we can't release this stuff because it's part of an, uh, an ongoing investigation. And then five days later, she's yelling at her people. So what got said in the five days? This stuff. Wouldn't you like to be a fly <laughs> on the wall to know what on earth? I feel was like said what there? got said in the five days was we picked you not because you were the best person, but because you checked the right boxes. You're not the only person who checks the right boxes. If we'd have picked the best person, they'd have been the best person, and we'd have to work around them. But you're not the best person. You check boxes, and there's lots of other people that do that. So, do you want to toe the line, or do you want to get out of the way? Well, either way, five days later, she's towing the line. She's literally doing what they want her to do five days about face yep farmers to slow roll protest here in saskatchewan this is fun so i mean we've been talking about this a little bit uh everything that's going on in the netherlands and how they want to shut down all the farmers and then apparently from moose jaw to regina which isn't a huge trek but it's notable anyway there's going to be a slow roll on the 23rd so that's coming up this weekend and they're just going to kind of slowly, not totally block off, but just inconvenience all the drivers that go from Moose Jaw to Regina, which isn't really a whole lot. I mean, who wants to go to Regina in the first place? But it's a way to show a little sol- solidarity with what's going Absolutely. on over over there after everywhere in the world did a, did a slow roll convoy, it felt like, after the truckers, right? Did you see the kids? Did you yep. see the kids' uh, little slow roll they had in, in over in the Netherlands? It no, was one one there? tractor followed by I don't know a hundred kids being in like little little tractors going along there playing music. Oh, like like little kid tractors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I was like, eh, well, nobody can really get mad at that. Somebody will try and inevitably get mad at that, but I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's bouncy castles or anything. <laughs> 
How about the establishment going? It isn't. This isn't. It didn't read twos going after Danielle Smith. This reads nope. the establishment is going after Danielle Smith. She's come out early polls. It's looking like, you know, the next premier of Alberta is going to be Danielle Smith. And then maybe not. Maybe they're not going to allow her to run. Well, so she comes out with the Alberta sovereignty plan where she basically says that if the federal government passes any laws that suck for Alberta and are going to hinder (laughs) Alberta, we're not going to follow them, which is fairly common sense. And this is, I felt like we needed to talk about this despite my absolute misgivings. I feel like... Are you coming around on Daniel Smith? And I knew you were going to go there. And that's not what I'm saying at all, okay? I'm not defending her. I'm saying that she has some good ideas. One of them, she directly, I think, plagiarized from one of our first episodes where I was on your show. Uh, But but (laughs) I mean, she's listening to the Sean Numa podcast and twos go at it. I feel like you can't blame her for that. That's right. right. But uh, but anyway, the thing about it is, is that she does. She is presenting some really good ideas. And because they're such good common sense ideas, the idiotic far left anti common sense establishment is just going after her and just being like, well, that's, that's just ridiculous. You can't do that. And so isn't it really interesting to see, isn't it interesting? I get to sit with Travis Taves here in a couple of days. Oh, that should be fun. <laughs> Cause I that's, mean, okay. that's, that's the guy that's attacking her. Right. I would, I would, I would ask him specifically why he thinks capital would flow out of Alberta rather than, into Alberta in lieu of, of that sovereignty plan announcement. Like if that was to go through why he thinks capital would go out rather than come in. I tell you what, for twos, I will do my best. How's that now? Do you think uh, with uh, nine seconds left, Daniel Smith, is she, is she starting to win twos over a little bit? She's starting to win twos. The ideas are solid. I, I've never had any issues with anything she's had to say. It's just, <laughs> it's just the floor crossing, and I don't know if it's not going to happen again. Really, really, maybe not specifically like that. But here's the thing: is I, I swear, this is tinfoil hat, but I swear to God that I, I, I think there's, there's something more to the story, and until it's out in the open, I feel like there's a chance that she might have something hanging over her or whatever else, whatever it might be. I haven't had any assurances that this isn't going to repeat. And that's the thing. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. The disastrous consequences of the green movement. You got a minute and 15 because you've been chewing into with where Daniel the Smith. hell do where I do you want to begin? Start with can we this? start with Germany? Can we just can we just lay out Germany and just fire away with Germany? Like it's okay. so well, it's Germany slash Russia slash the Ukraine slash Canada. Yes. But Germany gets a lot of its natural gas from Russia. And Russia had a bunch of turbines for their natural gas pipeline in Montreal getting refitted or refurbished or maintenance or whatever it was when the sanctions came in. And so then Canada said, well, you can't send those fuckers back. And then Germany said, well, no, we, we have really no need those gas. fuckers back. That's we right. have no natural gas if you don't send them back to Russia. And so then they Canada lifted says, the embargo. Okay, well, we're and gonna, said, Here well we go. they conditionally lifted the embargo for that specific thing because everything the liberals always pass has an asterisk in it for fuck's sake. So anyway, they said, okay, well, this one's okay. So we're gonna send it back. And then Zelensky himself is calling out Trudeau for being wishy-washy 
And you're just like, okay, well, that that just completes the list. That's everybody in the world that's ever called him wishy-washy at this point, right? And so it's just, it's just, it's funny how they want green energy until it inconveniences them, and then they have to realize the stark reality. And it's just, it's just day after day, week after week of of this. Like there was that protest. The EU people protesting the Tour de France. And they were gluing themselves to the asphalt and they were using smoke bombs protesting the Tour de France because of fossil fuels. You're protesting bicycles because you don't like fossil fuels? Could you get any more contradictory? Come on! It's funny because, like, you know, they literally do everything in their power to get away from coal and all these, you know, whatever. Which makes, like, Russia pretty formidable now because like they're literally they're the only supplying... people who are like hey you know yeah. let us know when let you us, need it let yeah that's right know. we'll keep yeah, going. we're right here keep we're right we'll here. keep going and yeah. you know who the guys who could help out Canada what are we doing now we don't want to do any of that except we're oh, gonna put that. an embargo on and then as soon as Germany pushes on us we're gonna leave we're gonna really oh man like, you just can't make this stuff yeah. up you can't I mean seriously like if you're expecting make one it country in the world to bend over to Germany's whims it should be France not us <laughs> bank drop. Sri Lanka seeks extra billion dollar loan to pay China. Yeah. I mean, so we've got all these world leaders all across the world. Uh, Italy, they just lost theirs. There's Sri Lanka. There's um, the UK. Panama. As, well, yeah, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson stepping the, down. Yeah. The Japanese prime minister got killed. And then in Panama, they're having mass. And we, we touched on like five other countries last week. Right. And now it comes back to Sri yeah, Lanka. What's, cra- what's crazy about this isn't that the, just with the world leaders for a second, yeah. isn't that it's like, I don't know, Sri Lanka is a world leader steps down. I don't know who's batting an eye over that. Really? I mean that in all respect to Sri Lanka, UK, Boris Johnson stepping down. Japan's guy That's is a big deal. Boris, Japan's is well, where was the last time we had a world leader be assassinated. I don't know. Seriously, well, that like, wasn't I... that was in like one of the bigger nations. That's what I'm trying to point out. Well, yeah, I mean, we've had coups and stuff where, like, you know, Hillary Clinton gets rid of somebody she doesn't like anymore on a whim. I mean, that happens every week. It doesn't even bother getting covered in the news. But you're but, right. I mean, Panam- you, Panama you the now? Estonian, the Estonian you... prime minister just resigned, too. Did you, did you see the... So we were talking last week about the, 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 the presidential mansion or prime minister mansion in Sri Lanka and everybody going yeah, in there and having a party. Swarmed. And then, and then they, they, they said in the article this week, you know, they even had, like, bizarrely, they used his his soaps and we're showering in his shower and stuff. I'm like, probably not. It was probably a kick-ass shower. And then well, at the end, that, it said after the party had finished, they cleaned up. And I was like, no, oh, well, that, that's you know. total convoy move right there. <laughs> that's total convoy. They here's up here's the other thing though, right? Like if your country's <laughs> collapsing, when was the last time you had a bath? I don't know. Maybe like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, when like, was the last things, time you were in a things... presidential mansion too? me and you might go be like, yeah, have you seen his shower and the soaps he's using? I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it's probably some ridiculous. I mean, not Sri Lankan soap because it's boring there, but they, he's probably got some exotic Canadian soap. Like, Listen, I'm, I'm reading a book on Churchill right now, and he's talking about uh, when they move into the prime minister's mansion, bringing over like 35 pounds of some soap that the, the Napoleon used to use and stuff like that. And I'm like, I wonder what kind of soap Napoleon, Napoleon used to use. hang the Mona Lisa in his bedroom. Well, I'm just saying, right? They live I mean, in a different world. There's probably world a lot of cool shit different in that world. place. Different right? world. Like, how many secret passageways and stuff are in there? I have no idea. I don't even know what we're talking about. There's a lot going on there. Federal government to provide more than $35 million for support uh, during the Papal visit. The Papa. 
the yeah the so the pope comes to visit and it costs canada 35 million dollars which is roughly a dollar per person but at the same time 35 million dollars for a visit for a trip i mean what do we who does he think we are snc lavalin do you do you just get the the feeling that we live in different like i i know i say this a lot but we just live in different worlds when like, when does do when does the Sean when like? is the, when is the Tuesday mashup go on tour and get a thirty million dollar party to come on over to like say France anywhere right well, I wouldn't I wouldn't go to France for, Nashville or something like that Nashville in a second Tennessee is we're a gonna great roll place. out the red carpet and spend thirty what do we spend thirty million on I don't know like like how do you even spend, nice buzzers like, with gold plates seriously we do need to look into upgrading the buzzer. It uh, at some point a little yes. bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. Like, how do you even spend that amount of money? on? I don't know, but visit? I would really like to try. I would like to them to be like, listen, Pope's coming for a visit. We got thirty five million dollar budget. We would like you to spend it. Do you think you could yeah. do it? I mean, I guess Mike Tyson is going to be the doorman and we're going to get everybody gets their own giraffe. I don't know. Like, what do you even spend that much money on? How do you? Where does it all come from? Where does it where does it all go? I don't know. I don't know. Chris Saley. I hope I said that right. Steven. Steven wow, Gitterball. Yeah, thank you. Uh, train in vain. Cool. He was talking about going across the country on trains to see all the country to hear about your climate change needs and wants. This is one of the best articles I've seen in Canadian news in a long time. And so... For the backstory, when Stephen Gilball and Catherine McKenna and a whole bunch of other random assholes went to Scotland to talk about climate change, and then they they flew across the ocean to video chat each other in separate rooms, uh, he made the announcement that he was going to travel across Canada by train to talk about climate change. And he didn't really think it through at the time because Via Rail doesn't even go to four of the provinces or any of the territories or anything like that. And, and the schedule is so tight that like, if you get off to do say, you know, a one hour presser or something like that, you got to wait four or five days for the next train to come through. This is not convenient. This isn't well set up for, for anything like this, but he was just like, Oh yeah, it'll happen. Oh yeah, it's fine. We'll figure it out. And then a harsh reality came crashing down and he's kind of just been trying to slough it off on this impending strike that's coming and reduce COVID service. But this guy, Chris Selly, he goes through and he breaks it all down exactly where this is just nothing but a pipe dream that nobody even thought about before they promised it. This is just all shenanigans and showboating. And it was just all talk and no cock. There's the buzzer. Government announces funding for housing and they look like a bunch of jackasses. Yeah, so that's my... Mine, mine again it's it's just funny how they they do these things and they dress up like like i figured it tied in like i figured it tied in perfectly with with the trains into the housing and you're like we are being yeah. run by clowns that's we pretty much absolutely it. are and then they they later on deleted that tweet actually not even later on they deleted it sometime today because i put that in this morning and i was looking at it and then it just came up here as page doesn't exist but the other thing marty up north our good friend and, and fellow Albertan. Uh, Albertan. Yeah. yeah. Well, Marty's been on the podcast multiple times. He's a, he's a wicked yes. dude. Yeah. And so he points out, he says the government will build 46 homes for $53.2 million. That's 1.15621 per home. And I would take that. 
I, I would take that again. Like what the hell? Like uh, a one, uh, almost $1.2 million house. Like this is, this is just ridiculous. It, I don't even think they're looking. I don't even think they care. No, don't they, they don't. And then don't, 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 don't put that down. Put that down. Put what do you that got down? for me on this? Because, At $1.1 million, they can, they can get me past the buzzer. They're going to. Sp- okay. You yeah. got, you got $3.1 million for zero trees. And then the department of social development spent $662,797 in one year, preserving French in the Yukon. The territory is home 82, to 85 unilingual francophones. They spent $662,000 on 85 people just to preserve do the language. Actually, do we actually think they spent $600,000 or do you think that's kind of where they shuffled off some money hoping nobody would find it? Well, it it all just disappears in the cracks. It's the same thing like when you had Candace, um, oh shoot, uh, from Sundance Construction. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, Jocelyn Berziak. Or pardon me, yeah, Jocelyn Berzik. Uh, and so she just talked about how, yeah, there's all this fun. All this but money, by the time it it's... goes through this level and that level and that level, by the time it actually trickles down, there's none left. And this, yeah, this it, it, it's it's not just First Nations housing; it's French language preservation. It's we have six hundred thousand dollars in the Yukon to spend on French immersion. Beautiful. What are we going to do with it? We're just gonna. We're just gonna. We're gonna get a bunch of and hope nobody analysts. The books. Analysts, it's all analysts to and find those eighty-five and- residents. Here's <laughs> here's one. Here's one for you. Court documents allege MLA conducted brute force attack on Alberta vaccine record site. I found this one extremely interesting. Like, this is this is insanity. Yeah. So. The story goes, and it's all allegedly, everything we say is allegedly. Uh, so Thomas Dang, who's a former NDP um, MLA, uh, he's now sitting as an Now he's an independent. Yeah, so s- supposedly somebody reached out to him and said, hey, so there's this vulnerability. And so he just happened to say, well, I happen to know a thing or two about hacking. And so he sits down on his computer and makes a, a brute force white hat attack. 1.78 like 1. million, million queries queries on uh, this. before. Yeah. So he was specifically looking for Jason Kenny's vaccine information. And after four days, he got a lock on some woman where most of the information matched, but not all of it. And then eventually found his stuff. And then he got one of his assistants to say, Hey, this might be a prank, but somebody said that we have some vulnerabilities. You guys need to look into this ASAP. And so he he just kind of tried to like, rather than just being like, Hey guys, I'm Thomas Dang. Look what I found. Let's look into this. He was like, Oh yeah. Somebody told me, you know, I, I heard from somebody who knew a guy that got his tires changed by another dude who, uh, who cracked into this. So let's, let's, let's figure this out. And so obviously it was something that he knew he should feel guilty about rather than Rather than just being like, hey, you know what? I'm doing this and I'm capable of it. And it's it's a hole in the system. Like it, I'm sure if he'd have jumped out like that, it would have been a completely different story rather than him trying to yeah, whatever smiley, he was trying to do it or not for the NDP. Yeah. Um, be like, oh yeah, I just I just found out about this. I find it really interesting that we have an it was MLA crazy. Who's capable of that that like comes that. with that comes with 10 years jail time, and now they've changed it so that he's only got a possibility of a two hundred thousand dollar fine instead of that found that interesting yeah so i mean you don't even technically have to be empowered to get the rights and privileges of you know 
abiding by a different set of rules than the regular plebs. I would agree. I would agree. Now, here, do you have a happy moment for the end of this sucker? Oh, we were going to talk about Justin Trudeau real quick, weren't we? Do we're going to talk about Justin Trudeau? Yeah, you, you know what? We talk about him every week. Fuck him. I got, I got one. For I you, got man. a happy moment. I got, I, I got, I got an interesting little story, a little uh, thing I saw on Twitter today that just made me like partially vomit. Okay. It isn't really right. that happy. Throw but... it at me. Kim Kardashian. Do you see the Beyond Meat commercial? No. I, I don't, she's now I, the really official only ever seen one video with Kim official taste it, I tester think. i think it is for for beyond meat and she says it's better for you too better for you than meat. seriously we're gonna sit here and talk about um what kind of meat kim kardashian likes and we're just this is a family <laughs> show sean <laughs> come on that's a happy ending isn't it for everyone I just there's so many directions you could go with it. A lot of them are dirty. I would say that, um, you know, as as a public figure, she wants to as a public person, she wants to keep her figure nice and trim. And I can't think of a better way to lose weight than only being able to eat that fucking garbage. Uh, what's your happy moment, too? You're going to love this one. All right. Family dog goes missing, returns home a winner in local dog show. What? I said. Family dog goes missing, returns home a winner in local dog show. So, so basically, uh, just a little bit south of London in the UK, they had this uh, five-year-old beagle that they lost track of on a Sunday morning. And there was some other chap, because it's in England and they're all chaps, um, was on his way to a dog show. And he sees this dog just wandering around. And so he picks it up, figured he could track down the owner. And while he was at the dog show, he's like, oh, fuck it. I'll throw it in there. We'll see what happens. And the dog gets third. How many pints did that guy have in him? He had to have uh, had feeling pretty good to pick up a stray. And then on top of that, enter it in a dog show. And then on top of that, get third. He was like, come on. That's almost like too good to be true. Well, I mean, we're not talking about blah sort of happy moments. I mean, if like, well, except for Kim Kardashian or Beyond Meat thing, whatever, right? But uh, <laughs> but this is this is great. I mean, you know, it, it's one it's of those fantastic. like, what are the chances? What are the chances? What are the chances to the nth degree? And then, anyways, they got the dog back to the owners a few hours later. You wonder, kind of, so many questions come to mind. Like, what was he saying in the dog show to get the dog to do whatever? Uh, like, he wouldn't have had his. Well, oh, I guess dogs, we would. Dogs can't really talk, so probably wasn't saying much. I'm saying, you jackass. He's sitting there going, okay, Lucky, now jump through the hoops. Jump through the hoops. And all of a sudden, Lucky's just like, boom, boom, boom. Holy crap, we may have I'm, something here. I, I don't think it was a skills competition. I mean, this isn't the NHL all So all it was is just show, sit right? there and, and, and look pretty. Have you ever been to a horse show? No, or like you know, four H. I was I was thinking the the, the dog like, talent on, shows. That's that's like the dog talent shows where they got to go race through the cones. No, and over the, this no? is just who's got the best grooming and who's who's no, a good boy. A pretty dog. Boy. In that and, case, yeah. he just was like, "That's a pretty dog. I'm going to see yeah. if I can win." Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, okay. Well, I tell I mean, you what. I, I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. It's not fucking Benji. You know, saving some kids from a waterfall or something like that. But I mean, it's still pretty far. It's pretty impressive as far as just like, hey, dog, get in this show. Let's see what you got. As always, twos, always leaving with a smile at the end. That sounded strange coming out. But either way, appreciate another week of this. We'll catch up to you next uh, Tuesday. All right. All right. Thanks, Pat. All right.